Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. Hi, Mike. Insomnia, one of the most common presentations in primary care. In fact, I think it's number three on my list of battles with patients over medicines. Uh, Pain medicines would have to be the first. Um, Recently, a new addition has moved up to number two, which is obesity medicines. Medications for insomnia has moved to number three. Why do you hate your patients, Mike? Oh, I don't hate them at all. It's just that uh, I'm very uh, much uh, in favor of looking at other ways to treat uh, problems rather than medications. Uh, This poem that you've chosen, I think, will give us some ammunition to try to do that. Uh, the, The ability for people to fall asleep at a desired time and to maintain sleep without, I guess, excessive waking is not a given. It's impacted by lots of factors in our lives, some of them medical, some of them physiologic, and some of them uh, emotional and psychological. Identifying these factors and, and trying to deal with them is mission critical in the treatment of insomnia. The management of insomnia requires perhaps a stepwise approach beginning with attempts to eliminate or if not eliminate, at least minimize contributing factors in comorbid conditions in order to optimize uh, sleep. Behavioral and pharmacological approaches should only be implemented once all of the contributing factors are recognized and attempts have been made to try to manage them. Also, just to remind listeners, there are many, many groups that uh, recommend avoiding medications when possible, particularly uh, benzos and other sort of sedative hypnotics. I I can't stress that enough. The uh, Veterans Administration has a great monograph on dealing with uh, insomnia and reducing the use of benzodiazepines, uh, which uh, is available online and is is obviously uh, because it's the VA free. You found a poem. It's from the journal Age and Aging. It was published in 2023. It's an electronic journal, so I'm not going to give you the the page identification, but it's a very simple question. Uh, Can a, a brief behavioral therapy improve sleep in older adults with insomnia? Yeah, this was uh, one of those uh, systematic reviews where you're surprised at the end of it how little data they found on something that is so important. You know, we uh, we hear about patients concerned about sleep all the time, insomnia, the most common problem, and yet there's so little outside of drug company-funded trials. So these guys uh, searched multiple databases and data registries, uh, trial registries, to look for randomized trials or previous systematic reviews or meta-analyses that evaluated how effective brief behavioral interventions are in community-dwelling adults at least 60 years of age with chronic insomnia. They only found four studies with a total of 190 participants. Uh, The studies were well-designed. They they assessed the risk of bias as medium to low. And in these studies, a four-week behavioral intervention program actually had a large effect size on sleep quality based on the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index and the Insomnia Severity Index. The standardized mean difference was negative 1.07, which means basically uh, anything bigger than 0.8 is considered a large effect. Uh, The standardized mean difference tries to put different scales on the same scale, and it's how many standard deviations uh, was sleep improved. So the standard 0.2 is small, 0.5 is moderate, 0.8 
0.8 or bigger is large. So this is a large effect. Overall sleep time increased by just shy of half an hour. Uh, the brief interventions improved other measures of sleep efficiency as well. They found that the studies were consistent and they don't report any data on daytime sleepiness, quality of life, cognition. So the studies didn't report on those things. So bottom line, although based on kind of a small database, it does appear that a brief four-week behavioral therapy program can help sleep quality in older adults with chronic insomnia. Um, those are consistent, as you mentioned, with guidelines from the American College of Physicians and the VA and others to avoid drugs and to use non-pharmacologic approaches, uh, at least initially for the management of insomnia. We, we believe this and we want to offer our patients a behavioral approach to insomnia. Is this something that we should learn how to do ourselves as primary care providers? Uh, you know, in, in my practice, um, I'd have a really hard time finding someone to refer to. Yeah, I mean, there are, you know, again, we talked about apps a couple of weeks ago. There are apps for doing these sort of brief behavioral interventions, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, but yeah, it's something I think that some family physicians, primary care docs do incorporate it into their practice, but most won't and most don't have the time or the bandwidth to do that. So I do think it's a matter of referral or, you know, perhaps finding an, an app or some sort of an online system that you like. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mike. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. Oh, 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 oh,